Are you wanting to get clear on your goals and start working towards the life that you truly want, letting go of your limiting beliefs and fully rising and aligning into your most authentic self? Go to the bio and fill out the work with me form to apply for one-to-one coaching. Your Aligned Life is my customized and personalized one-to-one coaching package where I will take you through each week the steps that you need to make to overcome your limiting beliefs, set achievable goals, and keep you accountable throughout that process. This package is customized exactly to you, to whatever you need, because I know that each of you are so different in what you want your goals to look like and how you are living your lives. Each of us also all have our very own limiting beliefs and I am going to help you overcome those so that you can truly live the life that you desire. If this sounds like something that you need, head to the episode description and apply to work with me via the form. If you're here listening to this podcast, I know that you're serious and ready to take the next step in your personal development journey and that just might be with me. Hey fam, how are you going? Hello and welcome to the podcast Rise in Line with Vicky. I'm your host, Vicky Sinton. I'm a personal development and mindset coach and I'm so excited to have you along listening to this podcast. If you're someone who's just starting your personal development journey or if you're already knee deep, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, a podcast will be released with a mixture of guided meditations, guest episodes, as well as practical steps that you can implement into your life and better your mindset. So I can't wait to go on this journey with you guys to rise up and align our lives. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's episode. This week, we are going to be chatting about something a little bit juicy and might be a little bit controversial, but honestly, I'm just here to share some thoughts with you guys, so don't come at me. Um, I would love to know how you feel about this episode once you get to the end. But what we're going to be covering is uh, the main reason why you are not putting yourself first. And when I say putting yourself first, I mean in regards to self-care, filling your cup up, boundaries, prioritizing time for yourself uh, rather than time for others and things like that. There are many ways that you can put yourself first, but essentially that is just taking care of yourself before anyone else. And there are so many ways to do that. So whatever way you want to associate with this, But the reason that you're not putting yourself first is because that you have been conditioned to be a people pleaser. And I don't say this as a compliment. I know from my own experience that being a people pleaser, a lot of people say that as either a suck up thing or it is a compliment. Like you're a people pleaser. That's good that you want to please people. And... I think a lot of us, especially females, but I'm sure men experience it as well, we are conditioned to put others before ourselves. We want to keep other people happy and we just want to keep the peace. However, in the process of being praised for being a people pleaser, we tend to form beliefs, limiting beliefs, or um, our self-doubt is encouraged because of this people-pleasing idea. 
We are scared of being judged by other people. We are scared of not being liked if we do not do the things that we think are going to please others or we're told will please others. There is a fear of coming across as mean. A lot of us have a fear of being mean and not being liked because we just want to have friends. That's the human nature in us. We want to have friends. We want people to like us. And if that's if there's a chance that we are jeopardizing that, then we most likely won't do it. And that's where the people pleasing comes in. It's easier to just go with the flow and do the thing that we're supposed to do rather than face the fear of coming across as mean and then having people not like us. So if you feel like you can relate to this, there are many uh, different ways we can be a people pleaser and that there's many different roles and things like that, whether that's employee uh, at a job or in relationships uh, and that goes for being a child, being a parent, being a partner, uh, being a friend, all of those kind of relationships, people pleasing can show up as well um, and just even in day-to-day interactions. So if you feel like you might be a people pleaser, then this episode is going to be for you because that is holding you back from being your best self. When we are aiming to please other people, we're not being true and authentic to ourselves. We're not speaking up. We are just going with the flow. We're just doing what should be done. And when you start to get into the habit of just doing what you should do and not what you actually want to do or what you feel is right, then that is when we can start to get in a very scarcity lack mindset because we're not being true to ourselves. And if you've ever had an experience where you have had to go against what you feel is right, then you'll know what I mean by this. But even if you haven't, I'm sure you can imagine that not being true to your values, your beliefs, uh, even just being true to your word, if you've said that you don't want to do something and then in order to keep the peace, you go and do it, that is not serving you. Because eventually, if you keep doing that, that is going to break you down. You're also keeping yourself small. When we are people-pleasing and when we are concerned about how everyone around us is feeling and trying to make them feel better, uh, trying to make the situation feel better, whatever it might be, you are keeping yourself small because you're not fully embracing that authenticity and you're not embracing what you could be. If your parents want you to go to school and be a doctor, but you don't want to do that, if you want to travel the world and not go to school at all, there's going to be some really big conflicts there. So the people-pleasing person would go to school, become a doctor, keep the peace, do what the parents want. And in doing that, yes, you're probably making your parents really happy and really proud. However, 
you are also opening yourself up to not being authentic, not being true to your values, keeping yourself small. You've been a doc you've become a doctor. That is not small. However, are you truly happy? If your passion is to travel and you want to travel the world, if you go to school for six, eight years to become a doctor, are you truly going to be happy? And do you want to live the next 30, 40, 50 years of your life just keeping someone else happy? When we go along with a people-pleasing culture, it is also not serving the people around us because it's breeding that toxic culture of people-pleasing. If your friends see you going with the flow, doing things to keep others happy, then they think that they should be doing things to keep other people happy as well. If your children see you just going along and doing things to keep other people happy and keeping the peace, they're going to grow up thinking that that's what they need to do. They need to do whatever it takes to keep people around them happy. Doesn't matter what they truly want because that is what they have seen. If you have any um, role in regards to young adults or children, they are going to see that, even if they're not your own. Do you want them to grow up the same way that you are now and think that people-pleasing is the only way or the right way to do things? I don't know about you guys, but that's a huge no for me. (laughs) That is one of... That is actually a really big motivator for me, especially uh, some of you know I volunteer. I am a girl guide leader and or girl scouts, depending where you're listening, but they are very similar. And I, as an adult, have a lot of influence on these young people that I am around. Granted, I see them once a week. And it's for two hours, so I know my impact is probably not as much as their teachers and people, their parents, that they would see a lot. However, I'm still spending time with these young people. And they're aged between 7 and 14. And I do not want to be the person that shows them the example of people-pleasing and just going with the flow. I want to show them what it's like to have their own voice and say no and have boundaries. Because looking back, I can see that if I had someone like that when I was younger, I probably wouldn't have been as much of a people pleaser as I was. Not so much now as I used to be. People-pleasing doesn't serve you at all because you do not have your own voice. If you're not speaking up for what you truly believe and what you truly want to do, then you're not utilising your own voice that you do have. Sorry, I should say you have your own voice, but you're not using it. And you are allowed to say no. 
there is a lot of fear of rejection, fear of judgment there, but we as humans are allowed to say no. And you know what? No is a full sentence. You don't have to explain why you're saying no. That is a sentence in itself. So if you feel like you can relate to any of what I've said here, maybe not all of it, maybe just some of it, but I would definitely recommend that you look into, look inwards and have a bit of a dig into why you think you are that way, a people pleaser or trying to keep people happy and some ways that you can start to set some boundaries and put yourself first, which I'm going to share some ideas with you soon as well. But head over to my Instagram and I'll have some journal prompts that can help you to dig a little bit deeper into this topic. Because it will be quite uh, layered. There's not going to be one reason why you're a people pleaser probably. It's going, you'll have to do a little bit of digging and that's going to require some reflection and honesty. But like I've said before, journaling is great for that because... It's just you having a conversation with yourself, pretty much, <laughs> writing it on some paper. So if you believe that you're not putting yourself first because you are a people pleaser, then some ways that you can start to reverse that and change the story is first off to set boundaries. That can be boundaries with yourself, boundaries with family, boundaries with friends, boundaries with work, whatever it might be. It might be all of them. Um, but you do need to set some boundaries and that could be physical, whether you're like time wise, you're only going to be doing work until 5 PM so that you can have evening to yourself and your family. Your boundary might be saying to your friends, you're not going to go out on a Friday night cause you want to stay home and do X, whatever it might be. You need to find what you need and then the set boundaries that are going to accommodate that and help with that. The second thing that you can start doing is saying no to things that you do not want to do. I understand sometimes it is hard to say no if it's a work obligation or something that you're being paid to do. might be a little bit harder. However, have a good think about... um, if you're taking on too much load, if people are asking too much of you that is out of your scope or out of your capacity, if people are asking you, even just friends asking to go out on the weekend, if you've had a really long week and you really just want to stay home, but you feel like you need to say yes because you don't want them to uh, feel like they've done something wrong or you want to keep them happy, so you just say yes and go out. You can say no. That is okay. The third thing that you can start doing to put yourself first is setting time aside just for you. I don't know about you guys, but a couple years ago, I would literally, I would get up, I would pack my bag, leave the house, get on the train, go to uni, do my classes, do, do my study, get the train, come home, maybe go to work, come back, come home, eat dinner, go to bed. That was pretty much, there was no time for myself. And I'm sure some of you can relate to that. And it definitely can feel like we don't have time. 
However, that is an excuse and you might just need to reprioritize your time. If you feel like watching Netflix for an hour when you get home is something that fills up your cup and is a good way for you to rest, then you can do that. However, if you're getting home and you're sitting watching TV for two hours and then you're still feeling tired and drained after that, it's probably not the best way for you to be filling your cup and putting yourself first. So when I say set time aside for you, that's literally whatever you need. You might need to prioritize movement more. You might need to find a hobby and you can make some time for that. You might just need an extra half an hour in the morning to be present while you're having your morning tea or coffee. However you feel that you need more time for yourself, you can put that in your schedule. The fourth thing that you can do to start putting yourself first is to find an enjoyable hobby. And I say enjoyable because there are lots and lots of hobbies out there. So you just need to find one that you enjoy and look forward to doing. The purpose of a hobby is to give you some relaxation, something to do. You might want to broaden some skills. You might want to learn something new. And a hobby can help you do that. And it's a really great way to unwind as well. So finding an enjoyable hobby. The fifth thing that you can start doing to put yourself first is building some positive relationships and spending time within those relationships. That might be with a partner, with siblings, with friends, with parents, with anyone else, even work colleagues. But building a positive relationship that is with someone who makes you feel better about yourself or uplifts your mood, that is going to help put yourself first because you're taking care of what you need. Yes, you're spending time with someone else, so you're not completely alone, but putting yourself first doesn't have to mean alone time. It just means taking care of you and having positive relationships is part of that. If you were to imagine that every single relationship that you had was negative in the way that people spoke to each other or people acted towards each other, I'm sure you can imagine that life would not be that great, I'm sure. And you probably wouldn't feel that great about yourself. You probably wouldn't have a lot of self-care because relationships like that are quite draining. And on the other hand, if you can imagine having all of your relationships positive, how would that make you feel? If every time you spoke to a friend or a family member, you came away feeling positive, uplifted, confident, better about yourself, just happy, how much better would your life be? And the last thing I want to share with you guys as a way that you can start putting yourself first is affirmations. And a really great way to start doing affirmations if you've never done them before is you can write them down in a journal. If you do morning journaling, like when I first started, I would do gratitude and affirmations in the morning. That was my morning routine. 
and it still is honestly some days I go back to that but affirmations are a really great way to start changing your people pleasing limiting beliefs because that's essentially what they are if you're a people pleaser because you have a fear of being judged and a fear of not being liked so that's why you people please that is a limiting belief because those beliefs are limiting you to from your potential and what you really you truly could be and what you truly desire to be so having affirmations is going to help you rewrite those limiting beliefs and just obviously affirm to yourself that you are worth putting yourself first So some affirmations that I have found that I thought I would share with you guys are I give myself permission to say no. And I feel like that's a really big one in affirmations. I give myself permission. A lot of us subconsciously are waiting for permission to do things. And no has a negative connotation to it just in general. When someone's saying no, it feels negative. So, of course, we don't want to do the negative thing. But giving yourself permission to say no, that's going to start bridging that gap. I am responsible for my feelings and nobody else's. We cannot control what other people are feeling. We cannot control what other people are doing. The only thing we can control is our own feelings and our own actions. And that's a really great reminder because when you do start saying no, you might have that those fears come up and go, oh, I've said no. What if they think I'm mean? What if they think I'm just being a bitch because that's who I am now? And you are not responsible for those thoughts and those feelings from other people. If they think you're being mean, who cares? You're doing what's best for you and honestly, that's all that matters. If they think you're being a bitch, oh well. Maybe that's a good thing. And the last affirmation I've got here is my self-worth is dependent only on myself. Your self-worth doesn't depend on how many people like you. Your self-worth doesn't depend on how many people you please and how many people you make happy. Your self-worth isn't dependent on if you kept the peace today or if you stirred the pot today. The only person that, well, actually, you don't even determine your own self-worth because everyone is worthy no matter what. However, you can't measure self-worth By people pleasing. So if any of this resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. So send me a message on Instagram because I feel like this topic is going to be felt by a lot of you because I know that I can relate to this so much. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Because putting ourselves first, we can, on a surface level, we go, oh, we don't have time. Oh, I just don't know what to do. Like, I'm so busy. That is surface level. 
but we really have to dig deep because if you're not putting yourself first, then the only person losing out is you, really. You are the one that's going to get burnt out and exhausted when you don't take care of yourself. You're the one that's probably going to get sick because you're not taking care of yourself. I don't know about you guys, but I always get like, if I get really run down, I get colds and stuff like that so much more often. So it's so important to do put yourself first, make yourself a priority. And in turn, you're going to be showing up better for the people around you for other responsibilities you might have. Relationships, jobs, anything like that. You're gonna be showing up better because you are rested, making yourself happy, doing things that you love, making time for yourself and overcoming those limiting beliefs that are holding you back. So shoot me a message on Instagram if you'd love to, I would love to hear about how you guys felt about this episode and I look forward to chatting to you guys next week. That brings this week's episode to a close. Thank you all so much for listening and I hope you gained something from it. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, definitely come and join the community. That's at rising with confidence, all one word nice and easy for you just pop that in and come and join the community and send me a message let me know that you're from the podcast and I cannot wait to chat to you make sure you subscribe and follow along so that you get notifications every week when a new episode drops thank you for listening